Life is crazy, and we get that. That's why we're here. <laughs> It's the Crazy Happy Life Podcast with Joey and Lauren. You know, I love when we do、uh, Ask Us Anything podcast episodes where we just answer questions the entire episode. It's fun. You know, it's good though because I feel like it's a way for us to connect with people. You know, things burning questions that you've had. And so we did. We put on our Instagram mailbag time questions. We were on Facebook Live as well, where we had a bunch of people ask questions there. So we're going to get to some of them here on our podcast.、Uh, so you have, did you write the, I do. are you just reading them off the hip from Instagram or、no. did you write down some? <laughs> I have a few that I screenshotted on my phone from Instagram, some、okay. good ones. And then I also hand wrote, I know, the efforts. Whoa. The efforts.、Um, I hand wrote ones from our Facebook Live. Okay. So we'll try to get to as many as we can through、All、this.、Right. Do you want me to just. Start firing them off now? Start firing them off now. Okay.、Um, biggest fears, we're going deep here. Biggest fears or concerns or worries as you raise your son and hopefully more kids in this crazy world. Man, that is deep. That、oh, is heavy. I feel like I need a whole podcast to talk about that. I am,、uh, after hearing stories from our friends that have kids in like、uh, elementary school and middle school and high school and all that, I am,、uh, it's, I wouldn't say it's a fear of mine, it's a concern. It, it is something that I'm concerned about. How do you raise kids in a world that is just crazy and it just seems like kids' stress levels are higher than ever? Man, that's a good question. You know, my first thought, just right off the cuff with reading that question, is I try really hard to make sure that we're always having a positive outlook on life. The world we live in is insane right now. I don't even need to get on here and say that everybody knows. That things are just crazy right now. There's a lot of evil in this world. There's a lot of bad things, but there's also a lot of good things. And so I would be lying right now if I sat here and said I was not worried about raising our kids in this current climate and in our world because, quite honestly, it makes me want to poop my pants. I get nervous, okay? I'm scared <laughs> Is that about that. What happens when you get nervous?、Uh, right. I'm scared about raising our kids in situations that are so relevant in today's world. But I always try to hold strong to what I know to be right and the values that I want to instill in my family and my kids. And the best part is, I can control, for the most part, I can control what happens in my own home. Yeah. Right? It's scary when your kids are outside of the home and you don't know what's going on, or maybe you do, and there's this and that. It's important to not, in my opinion, it's important to not shelter. My kids to let them think that everything's all hunky dory all the time to inform them that this is what's going on and this is what's right and this is how you can be a good person. And I feel like just reading that question, the, the、uh, strategy I have is to just teach our kids to be good people and to love other people and treat other、yeah. people like they want to be treated. And I will do my best to protect my kids as much as I can. Yeah, I'm, I'm, On the same page with you with the environment situation, where I want to make sure that our home is a safe haven. And the home is one of the only places you can control the environment. Like, as much as, I mean, our bosses can kind of control the environment at work, but you're still around coworkers that maybe believe a totally different way that you believe. And you may be in different environments in school and that. So I, I, I think I'm with you. The first thing I want to do is protect our home, to make、mm-hmm. sure our home is always a place that is positive, that is loving. That is respectful, that is understanding, and all that. And then I think the second thing is, I just want our kids to be kind. Like, there's so much stress going on, but I want our kids to be kind to everybody, no matter what they believe in, no matter how they act, no matter how they're acted to them. If I could figure that out,、mm-hmm. and I, that's my number one worry. If my kid comes home 
and says, man, dad, I'm dealing with this and this and this, but I know he's trying to be kind and loving to everybody, I can sleep at night. If our kid comes home and he's like, oh, man, I'm, I, you know, I'm, I'm getting in trouble for this and this and this, and it's because of him and his attitude, that's where I'll lose a lot of sleep. Because yeah. I don't know. I mean, it's scary. You want to do right by your kids. Like back in high school, I think about the environments that I was placed into, and I failed a lot of those tests. But I saw my brothers and sisters that really, I mean, they were just my brothers and sisters are some of the best examples of good people that I know through the crazy environment of school and high school and all that. I was not. Mm -hmm. And so I know it can be done. And I know sometimes it really comes down to the decision of the individual. But I think protecting our home. Creating a safe environment in our home. I agree with not sheltering. Like our kids are going to see things. Everybody. You go out in the world and you see things, but you don't have to react to everything, right? Yeah. And well, that's I what think I think is key. It, it comes down to instilling values and standards into your kids and then letting them make those choices when they're outside the home. Yeah. I almost, so to speak, let them fly on their own and try to figure it out. Like, I don't know. We're, we're still very new parents here, so I love how we're giving all this really sound advice, but we, we have, no, have idea. no idea what to expect. So, uh... Uh, this question is from Todd. What's your favorite condiment? Um, ranch. I think if I had to go ranch, it, the, the thing with ranch is I can do ranch with almost everything. So I do ranch with pizza. I can do ranch with fries. I can do ranch with burgers. Um, ranch fr- on a burger? Really? Yeah, I, I've dipped my burger in ranch huh. before. Like if you do like a, like a Western bacon okay. cheeseburger or something with barbecue sauce on it, I'll dip in a little ranch. So I just my favorite condiment has to be a condiment that I feel like I can use in a lot of different things. So I would say ranch. Okay, uh, mine is barbecue sauce because kind of the same reason. I use it for everything. I love barbecue sauce. I dip my fries in it. I dip my onion rings in it. I dip my burger in it. I love barbecue sauce. Onion rings is always the uh, that's always the condiment I really struggle with. Yeah, do you go fry sauce? You go ranch? Or, you go yeah. barbecue? What do you do? I never know what to dip my onion rings in, so I normally go ranch. But I've also done fry sauce, and it's really good. And I've done barbecue sauce, and that tastes good. The uh, campfire sauce from Red Robin? Yeah. Chef's Kiss. What with is those, that, though? Uh, That's rings. kind of a barbecue ranch, I think, mix, isn't it? I don't know. It's delicious. I think it kind of is, though. Although, and I think if you mix the colors, it would turn in, out to be yeah. an orange color. In my opinion, it's just good at the restaurant because we were given, gifted a bottle of campfire sauce from somebody. Yeah. And it does not taste the same to me. It tastes me. totally different. I don't know what it's it fine, is. It's fine, but it's like it doesn't taste anywhere yeah. near like it does in the restaurant. Um, let's see. This question is uh, from Lauren. What is your favorite TV show to watch together? Mm. It's probably, probably Married at First Sight. I mean, right now we're watching 60 Days In. We've talked about that a lot lately on our on our morning show and on our Facebook page. But I would say consistently our favorite show, I think, Think the one that we keep going back to to watch other seasons is probably Married at First Sight. Yeah, I think we're both suckers for the relationship shows. I'm a sucker for the relationship shows. Like I, I don't, I don't need. Honestly, do we watch any like dramas, like TV dramas? Well, I watch or any, This Is Us. Yeah, but I'm even. Ta- I'm talking like the law dramas or like CSI or um, no. Law I just, Order. I just watch the true crime, the yeah. D- Dateline stuff. Yeah. But I would say Married at First Sight or. If the season is on, um, depending on the time of year, Bachelor and Bachelorette, we get so hyped for that. Yeah, but I would say probably right now it's Married at First Sight. But I got to tell you, I got to skip sometimes the first couple episodes because it's like the same thing. Like the matchmaking special where they interview all the people. I'm like, nah, just get me to the weddings. I'm good with the weddings and the honeymoon. There is no one that knows how to drag something out more than Married at First Sight producers. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. They will drag 
an entire like two hour episode over like it's like an actual one day real time. Yeah, it's just crazy. It is. It is a long, uh, long time. Um, Paul is asking Joey. This is for you. If you could never drink Diet Coke again, what would your next drink of choice be? Uh, so I don't. I'm not a big milk drinker. I'm not like my brother can. He drinks milk all the time, like a glass of milk every day. So I couldn't do that. Uh, water is. Eh. I'd probably go Gatorade, lemon lime Gatorade, or uh, really, or, yeah, wow. or vitamin water. I really like those. Um, they're not even new. Vitamin water's been around for a long time, but it's a uh, the triple X one. Mm-hmm. So I'd probably go a vitamin water or Gatorade, but probably Gatorade, lemon lime. I used to drink those all the time. Final I answer. like them a lot. Final answer. Gatorade, lemon lime. All right. Yeah, I wouldn't do another soda. Honestly, no other soda really does it for me. Alexis is asking, who is funnier, Joey or Lauren? Ah, dang. I actually think you're funnier. You think so? But you're funnier privately. Like, you're just goofy. I mean, you get, re- you are, um, I don't want to say moody, but like, <laughs> but like at, at the house, when you're in a goofy mood and you're happy, you like the things you say and some of the phrases and the dances, I'm actually going to say you're funnier. I feel like this is a question we need to ask other people. Yeah. Who's funnier? Maybe we do a poll on that. Who knows? Well, I want to know your answer. I admitted that I think um, you're funnier. This is tough because not an ego thing, not a conceited thing. I do think I'm funny. But you do the you do the prank calls. Um, yeah, but. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go you and I'm going to land on you because you're more witty than I am. So yeah. I can be funny for sure, but it's more thought out for me to be funny. You can just be witty on the fly, which is a blessing and a curse because a lot of times it ends up you put your foot in your mouth because it didn't yep. land and it wasn't funny. I was going to say that exact thing. You do not have a quick wit. A quick wit. You don't. I don't. It, it, like, it takes so, me a second. <laughs> so like, but, but that's the thing. When you think about it, you can be really funny and sarcastic, but you just you need time to process it. So I would say... If we're in an environment where we're sitting with a bunch of friends and someone says something, I can kind of fire off something quick, which is not necessarily your forte. But if we're talking about, like, you have time to be funny, I actually think you're funnier. Well, thank you. So it depends on timing, I guess, on who's funnier. But I think we're both – our personalities, and I think it's a blessing and a curse, our personalities are very alike. And I think that's why the show has been as successful as it has, but also – it causes, uh, I think we get in a little more fights than I thought we'd be as a married couple. Well, I can't remember the personality test, what the scale is actually I called. I remember what it was. Well, I know what it is, but oh. what's it called? Um, oh, gosh, I did it in college. There's a special personality yeah. test. Let me see if I can find it. It's the four-letter one. Yeah. Personality type. Hang on. It is the... Well, see, now I can't figure it out. It's the whichever personality page.com. I don't know. But anyway, it's the four ENFJ. letters one. It's the four letters one. You are an ENFJ, and I am an ENFJ. We did not take these quizzes together. Actually, it was before we got married. You're an ENFJ. I'm an ENFJ. And I think the likelihood of even being an ENFJ is like 10%. And then the likelihood of an ENFJ being with or marrying another ENFJ is like less than three percent of people I think on the planet 2%, or something yeah. and so you can imagine we are so alike and then yeah we butt heads it happens yeah and i think that's one thing when we looked that up it actually kind of made sense and i think we were like oh man okay this finally makes sense because when we were just like man why do we argue a lot and we kind of we we deal with the same issues in our relationship and then we looked up oh we're a less than two percent chance of being together with our personality traits yeah we are normally not attracted 
Uh, our personality traits normally don't attract to each other. Well, I was going to say, as I Googled this, I'm seeing different questions pop up. Um, one is, is ENFJ a rare personality? And it says, ENFJ is the second rarest type. They make up 3% of the general population. Yeah. And then it says, who should an ENFJ marry? And it's an INFP. So, so we're not I need even to go, meant to I be need together. to go find myself an INFP then. It says, if you want a healthy relationship... <laughs> ENFJs should partner with an INFP. So do we just admit we don't have a healthy relationship? It's very unhealthy? I guess. <laughs> so if we're less... Okay, so that explains a lot. Yeah, exactly. Okay, uh, this question says, are you guys religious? This is from Emily. We've gotten this question uh, before privately. I don't think we've ever answered it publicly. Uh, we are religious, yeah. Um, we're both Christian. And what's funny, though, is we both grew up very different. I grew up... Would you say in one of the most religious households you could be very in? Stri- like, I, would, I don't want to say strict, but a very um, well-rounded religious oh household where you, yeah, you were kind of straight and narrow, which is great. It was a great place for you to be raised, and your parents are wonderful people. So my dad worked for the church that we belonged to for a long time. And so, like, I kid you not, I think I've talked about this before, but when my dad would show up to my basketball games in junior high and high school— he would bring his Bible because he would do like Bible studies. He'd bring his scriptures with him. Yeah. So think about it. how many people do you know go to a basketball gym and are sitting in the bleachers reading like the scriptures. And sure. so that was my dad. My dad uh, was a college professor but also taught religion. So religion was a huge part of my life growing up. I tell you, if you ever have any questions about any type of religion, your dad is an encyclopedia. He has a PhD in it. He has a PhD. He knows everything really about every religion and he knows different belief systems and how things work and why things go that way. And and yes, I also grew up Christian as well, but I was uh, not not as involved as you were growing up. In Mm -hmm. fact, I didn't have a whole lot of uh, religion in my household when I was growing up. But as I got older, um, you and I made the decision as a family to instill, you know, those values and stuff with our family. So, yeah, Yeah. we are religious. And I think, you know, um, we are both very positive people, I would say, for the most part. Uh, Not saying we ignore trials and tribulations, but uh, we both are positive. We're really fun. And I credit that to my belief in something bigger than myself. Mm -hmm. And I think you would credit it to the same thing. If you believe that. This is not the only time we live, which I believe that we live after we die, and I believe in heaven and the whole thing. Having that in the back of my mind at all times, it does help my outlook on my life on earth because mm-hmm. I do feel like there's something bigger. And that is a that is a huge part of who I am, um, and I know it's a huge part of who you are. So I would say it's helped me a lot. I, I like this life I live, and I know that – some people don't, and there's some things we don't do, and I know people are probably like, man, you guys don't do that or you don't do this. But to me, it works for me. Just a personal choice even. Yeah. And, yeah. you know, you're right. We believe in God. We pray, and we um, read scriptures. We try to keep those things, you know, in our home while we study and different stuff. And then, you know, I grew up with a mom who was religious and a, a father who was not. Yeah. And so— that's always an interesting dynamic because we've chosen to, we both have the same belief system. I grew up in a household that didn't have the same belief systems. So it was weird, you know, and it works for a lot of people. Oh, yeah. Um, but it was it was interesting, do you, you know, just you two different it? backgrounds. If I was super religious and you weren't or you were super religious and I wasn't, 
Do you think it you can work? It would be really hard for me. It works, though. I see people do it. Like, yeah. I, have, oh. I have friends that do it. Shoot. I, my mom's done it for 20-some years, yeah. and they're very happy. So, it's yeah, it is what it is. But for me, I think I would struggle. Yeah. If the partner I was with didn't believe in God or did and I didn't, then I think that that would be a little yeah. interesting That's for me. That's a good me. question. Yeah. Um, Marco wants us to tell him who the baby's favorite parent is. You know, I think when push comes to shove, he'll go to mom. So, great example it's was... absolutely mom. Yeah, but I, I don't <laughs> That's think no it's... no knock on you, no, but no, no, it's no. just a natural yeah, thing. But I don't think it's runaway. But for instance, I'll give you two examples. Uh, two nights ago, he's screaming in the middle of the night. I tried to hold him, and I tried to sit down, and he wouldn't have it. And he kicked himself out of my arms and went to you. And when you held him, he calmed down and did that. So clearly, he wanted mom. But another example, the other night... You were in the kitchen. Uh, we were both in the kitchen. You were doing stuff. I was doing stuff. And he kept coming to me, raising yep, his arms. Tugging on your pant leg. I picked him up, and he wanted to go sit on the couch and play. And so I, I honestly think our son has a pretty good balance. But when push comes to shove, he definitely wants mom. Yeah, he's a mama's boy. Which and is I great love for me, it. I, <laughs> I get the time off, which is awesome. I eat it up. I love that we have a little mama's boy. But, but you're right. He's well rounded. He likes both mom and yeah. dad. So, yeah. All right, that's uh, the mailbag for this week. Ask us anything on the Crazy Happy Life podcast. You can Good also, stuff. yeah, you can always DM us too on Instagram at Joey and Lauren Show, or you can find us on Facebook, Joey and Lauren in the morning, and you can continue the conversation there or ask us questions there, and we try to get back to all of our messages. But yeah, there you have it, another mailbag. And you can uh, follow us on social media at Joey and Lauren Show. Thanks for listening to this week's episode.